Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome podcast. Today is Monday, October 22nd. How art thou? I am swimmingly awesome. Uh, today is October 22nd, 2018, which means I made it through another year. It's another birthday past. And you want to go, hey, Loy, how are you? Did you make it? I made it. I made it through, and I'm feeling fine. Birds in the sky, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. I got twisted yesterday, and I survived. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's actually the same life, and I'm um, feeling good. No, uh, a lot of times, uh, my birthday uh, gets a little rough, uh, gets a little out of hand. This year, I can cl- I can say with wholeheartedness that uh, uh, I've never actually used wholeheartedness ever. I don't know if that's a real word, but I was just shoving suffixes, prefixes, suffixes. I don't know. I'm just gonna stop shutting up right now. I uh, I have a track record uh, of failing at my birthday, and last night the dream ended tonight. Last night, uh, I made it. I made it. Uh, it got out of hand. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. My wife, I love her. She's a goddamn saint. She put together a bang up birthday. Uh, People that I know and loved showed up. She wrangled them all together, and uh, it was nothing less than what a boy could ask for. Uh, Me and her, we went down to Georgetown, and we ate at our favorite restaurant. Um, It's it's like a once or twice a year uh, occasion. It's a little pricey, but not like, you know, uh, it's not... uh, a, a place where everything is market price and they're just going to jack up the price on you. Uh, it's a it's an Italian restaurant. It's called Filomena's and that's where we go for like birthdays or special events or special occasions. We go like once, maybe twice a year. Always for my birthday because she knows I love it and I know she loves it. So I'm not really uh, in a position to complain, right? Uh, and then we walked across the street to this place called Church Hall we invited a bunch of friends via Facebook, and uh, a bunch of them showed up. Now, I'm not going to lie. I've had some really bad birthdays uh, when I was younger. My birthday was never like a marquee event for me. Uh, I blame my dad for not showing up. I don't know. I don't know how this all works. I'm not a psychiatrist. But what I did learn today was uh, I have – me and the wife have uh, – uh, acquired and accumulated and curated a phenomenal group of people here in D.C. And that is more than what I could have ever had hoped or dreamed for, right? And I'm gushing. I'm smiling. The boy felt loved. And that's all uh, I can ask, right? Uh, my Our roommate showed up, um, which you would think, oh, well, why didn't he just... Yeah, it, he's, he's a grown man. He's got other shit to do. He showed up. It was great. Uh partners in crime showed up uh uh friends uh friends wives friends husbands showed up and it was glorious the patriots uh i'm not gonna lie i watched about one half of it 
And uh, one of the things that they have at church halls, uh, they sell beer by the pint and also by the liter. Now, if you're not familiar with uh, the metric system and a liter, but there's like two pints in a liter in like, I don't know. I don't know how to do the math. It was basically like a quarter of a gallon. Maybe my math's wrong, but I drank at least a gallon of beer. Because I, I felt like a goddamn Viking, right? It was like Oktoberfest, and all I needed was um, a Liedenhosen dressed, big busted St. Ides woman. St. Pauli's? St. Ides is a different beer. A St. Pauli's woman with pigtails. Uh, that's the only thing missing from my Viking experience. The place is called Church Hall. They sell it by the liter. Beer by the liter. And uh, I realized why they call it Church Hall, because uh, I almost saw God last night in a glorious, glorious uh, passing out of uh, of drinking too much. And it was great. Um, the Patriots won, and I barely remembered because I was drinking like a goddamn Viking. A Viking, I tell you, right? And, uh, and one of my friends goes, hey, I'm going to go outside and smoke. I go, great. He goes, you want to come? I go, yeah. I don't smoke. Not cigarettes, and I don't really smoke a lot of weed. But guess what I smoked last night? I smoked a bunch of weed. And I'm going to say that that is probably what put me uh, into uh, harm's way. That's probably what put me in a position of uh, fast forward, maybe 30 minutes later. I'm on all fours in the parking garage throwing up. That's uh, a good... That's usually like the sign that uh, the night was awesome and your morning is going to be fucked. And then uh, my wife finally gets me home. I want to sleep where any drunk person wants to sleep. Holding the toilet in the bathroom. But my wife is a goddamn saint, I tell you. She fought me. She fought the drunken me. She fought the the immature child me and uh, wrangled me in. Uh, let me sleep a little bit. She said that I was snoring into the bath, like into the, the toilet. And I was like, hey, maybe that's where I wanted to be. And she goes, yeah, but uh, I'm responsible for it. If you drowned into a toilet because you were passed out throwing up into a toilet, that's going to make me look bad. I'm going to be on uh, the next, the first 48, right? Because of your dumbass. Okay. She wrangled me up. Wrangled me into bed. I woke up fucking 5 a.m. Brilliant. Amazing. I felt a little dehydrated, a little parched, but I drank it and it uh, drank the water. I mean, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, but it was uh, it was a good morning. Uh, not hungover. Hungry as shit, though. And I think that uh, throwing up a whole bunch of Italian food in a parking garage at like 6 p.m. on a Sunday will do that to you. Skull. But uh, but I-, I felt very blessed to be around some good people and not a lot of comics. I would have to say, other than my roommate, it was just me and my roommate as comics. You know, you would think that uh, a whole bunch of comics would show up because all I surround myself with, all I surround myself with, are a bunch of comedian degenerates. You would think they would show up. They did not. They did not, unfortunately. So it's okay. It's okay. I uh, like to focus on the what's not there, 
right? Because that's the kind of person that I am. And um, uh, yeah, no, it was it was a good time. It was a good time. It was actually uh, a really good week overall. Uh, I spent some time in Philadelphia uh, for the first part of the week. I had uh, a corporate gig to go to to attend, and uh, you know, uh, this corporate this corporation this company keeps. Uh, keeps a lot of money in my pocket, so I really, really can't complain. I've become like one of them without average, actually having to do the day job, so it's great. Uh, I've done uh, some of their events in Chicago, uh, some of their events in um, in Philly, which we were at again, and uh, I've done a bunch of their events, so it's great. It was great. Uh, they expect me, even though I don't have to, even though I'm not obligated uh, after I do what they pay me to do, uh, tell jokes, they, uh, they kind they, they invite me, they invite me to any kind of event that they, uh, that they're taking a team out to. So it's great. It, it feels like I'm one of them. And, uh, this time around we did, uh, some really, really cool things. Uh, in Philadelphia, they have a famous state penitentiary that has, uh, that have been shut down, but I guess the likes of Al Capone were there, right? Um, and uh, they turned this penitentiary into a haunted house. And uh, I'm not big for haunted houses, but since the company is paying for it and uh, I they expect me to show up, I say, fuck it, let's go. And uh, this one's not, I'm not going to lie to you, uh, Eastern State Penitentiary Haunted House is uh, not... A sham over here, people. This is not a high school project, okay? This is not a community event. This is pretty freaking hardcore. Uh, there's like five sections. So I didn't I didn't know any of this going into it. I just said, uh, haunted house, let's go. And they go, oh, it's inside of a jail. And I'm like, well, most jails are haunted houses for a lot of us in America. But let's go do this, right? And uh, so we get there and they go, hey, there's uh, two types of experiences that you can have. You can have the normal experience or if you put this like glow stick around your neck, you can have a more interactive experience. And they didn't really go into it. They just go, well, they could be a little bit more hands on. And I don't know what that means, but I said, fuck it, let's go. Why? Because I ain't no punk bitch. Uh, I was scared shitless. But uh, I overcompensate because that's what you do when you're 5'6", as a full-grown adult. You overcompensate for everything, especially being afraid and being not a punk bitch with a reputation to be had, right? So I said, fuck it. Let's go. Let's do this, right? And you go into, like, there's, like, one, you start the first section, and um, each section kind of plays with your like different types of phobias like the first one was uh it was it was pretty tame but you know they're kind of grabbing at you and um uh you know just going into this uh haunted house experience and uh you know it was like maybe a couple minutes five minutes to get through the whole thing and i thought that was like oh great it was a little startling it was a lot of people just jumping out of nowhere hiding behind corners and stuff like that and it was great like I had a nice little rush, got out and go, oh, whew, that felt good. And they go, oh, no, there's another section. And then we go into another section. And this was like a machine shop, like uh, cutting off of arms and legs and, and, and machine shops and hammers and, and sparks. And uh, not 
not really scary to me. Like that whole theme itself wasn't scary. And then the next one was like a mental asylum. And then the one that really fucked me up was uh, uh, darkness. There was a lot of darkness. Like you couldn't see shit. And uh, that kind of fucked with me. I go, oh, I'm afraid of the dark. And I'm sure they like put it all together to where, oh, if you this means this, and if you do that, that that if this scares you, this means that. Yeah, I'm a punk bitch. I know this. I'm afraid of the dark. And the thing that kind of threw me off was um, what really freaked me out was there's these like these lasers, but like a wide beam laser, and they would come down at an angle, and there was fog, so you couldn't actually see through the laser, and that was freaking me the fuck out because I couldn't see through it. And, um, you know, your mind plays tricks on you. I mean, I didn't see Darth Vader or anything like that, which I guess would have been cool. And I cut off his head and then uh, the head falls and the helmet blows up and I see my face. That would be freaking awesome. How do they know? How would they have known it was me? How could they have done this ahead of time? Um, But no, I I think that if you guys do get a chance to go to Eastern State Penitentiary, uh, the haunted house, the terror time hashtag terror time uh it's definitely worth it i don't know how much the tickets are worth it but i would say 30 bucks i'd definitely be willing to put down 30 bucks on it um it did last about 30 minutes no bullshit uh and if you do the more interactive experience not only are they grabbing at you every now and again they jump out but they will actually even uh take you away from your group and then like they'll hold you aside um, try to get you split up or uh, there's like the little different tunnels that you they go, oh, you got to go down this way. And it was really like really freaked you out. But there was like five sections and each one is significantly different. Um, and, and they play off your phobias. Uh, it was definitely a good time. Definitely, definitely a good time. I recommend it. Again, it was definitely like a 30-minute experience. Now, the people ahead of us, they brought like a child, like a four-year-old, a four-year-old girl. I'm like, why would you do – what kind of fucking idiot are you where you're going to bring your kid into a goddamn haunted house made for adults? This is not community theater here, people. This is like big money, big time. I don't know what you were thinking. Um and that actually freaked me out a lot more because the girl was crying and then she was yelling. I guess they say like, I guess they tell the kid like, hey, uh, if it's too much for you, uh, tell the people to be good and they will leave you alone. And I just hear this kid screaming at the top of her lungs, be good, be good, be good. And it, it's the dark and I can't see shit and that's all I hear. And it almost started to sound like it was part of like the psychological breakdown of you it fucked with me uh, i'm not gonna lie that was like probably one of the scarier portions of of uh the whole experience and uh would i do it again yes would i not want a kid in front of me definitely i'm having nightmares as we speak of that um but definitely check that out eastern state penitentiary uh it was fun, you know. It it was definitely a good time. I, I I put the math out like this. I, uh, you're paying to be in a place where they're supposed to scare you, but it's gonna be safe. You're not gonna die, okay? And that was my thinking, and um, I'm yelling, "Be good," in my mind. Uh, because this shit is frightening. But uh, I definitely overcompensated, and I went through it. 
and um, it was great. It, it was great. They put a lot of money into it. They put a lot of time into it, and a lot of, uh, uh, you know, they put a lot of effort, a lot of thought into it. So check it out. If you like haunted houses, this is probably one of the better ones I've been to. But I am not the uh, I'm not the guy to be able to tell you which is the best haunted house. This is just the best haunted house that I've been to. So check that out. Uh, what else did we do this weekend? Uh, I went along with them on a uh, on a escape room. Now I've been to one escape room before, and I, um, I you know, I, I I don't know. Um, I mean, each escape room is different, right? There's a bunch of different escape rooms within it, it, different places, and there's a bunch of different rooms within the place. That didn't make any sense. Look, hey, there's a bunch of escape rooms, okay? Across the country, city to city, and within each escape room establishment, they have different types of experiences. And uh, so there's no like, um, there's no real gauge. You solve problems and uh, you try to escape the room. Okay, so I've been to it before. One time, it was me. It was Doctor J. It was my wife and uh, one of Doctor J's friends, a buddy of mine who's a doctor. I call him Doctor J. Right. Uh, so. You know, I think that four people is not enough. I think that four people in uh, an escape room, there's just not a there's just not enough of us trying to solve stuff. So, uh, we went and we broke up the pretty big group. It was like twenty four of us, and then they put twelve and twelve, right? Twelve in one room, twelve in the other room. I think twelve is a little too much. I think like seven, eight maybe nine people might be the right number because you still need like so my fear is that there is a lot of like red herring led red wow speak loy red herrings like uh distractions like shit they're gonna just put out there like hey they're gonna spend like 30 minutes trying to figure this out and it's not gonna lead to anything so you need like people that are willing to go do puzzles until they're solved and then you got to have people that are willing to just try to bulldoze through shit like if it's a padlock and there's like three combinations uh i'm gonna need somebody to sit there and start clicking through it to make it work right just in case just in case we can just jump through um solving some shit but uh normally to give you an hour we got the uh this indiana jones Temple of Doom type experience. We got that done in um, like 40, just under 45 minutes. And I thought that was a good, really, really good number, right? Because there was 12 of us. Uh, we're all out here guessing. You know, bullshit. Like there's a little bit of luck involved, but there's a lot of guessing. We got it done in like 4350, uh, 43.50, I think is what the time was, 44.50, under 45 minutes. And then I look at the leaderboard, and the leaderboard, the best time was like 21 minutes. First of all, I'd be fucking pissed, right? I spent an, I paid for an hour, and I got it done in 21 minutes. That gives me like 39 minutes to literally do nothing, but I paid for an hour. So that shit would bother me. I'll tell you all, like, is that fun? You're literally knocking out an hour's work at 20 minutes, 21 minutes. Like, how do you even... Are you just like a pro? Are you just like, oh, this is what we do. We're just going to knock this shit out. We're fucking terminators of this uh, escape room game. We're going to put the high score across the land. Like 21 minutes, that doesn't even make sense. 
Because, I mean, just the actual putting, forget the solving of the problems, right? Let's say, assume you knew the answers. You knew the answers to all of the problems. It would still take you 20 minutes to actually physically do everything, right? Um, you know, there's like, there's little puzzles, and there's like jigsaw puzzles, and then there's like uh, things you got to solve. So 21 minutes, like, how do you even solve the things? How do you physically put things into, it doesn't, it didn't make sense to me sense so that was this that was depressing where you go oh we did it in good time and then somebody literally did it in less than half the time that it took you to do it and you can't fit more than 12 15 people in so i eh, i didn't understand i didn't understand but overall it was good uh i'm not a huge fan of philly uh as a city but i definitely got to see some of the better parts of it so i was happy i didn't do the the cheesesteak bullshit i didn't see the rocky statue i'm not i don't care i didn't ring the liberty bell i didn't fucking sign the declaration of independence uh i was out there for work people okay i was out there to do work get paid have fun um i mean if i had if i had time i might go see what is that love square so I can stand in front of the big love sign. Yay. Take a picture. It's me. And it's a place that you've seen before, but maybe never been. But now you have a picture of me in, with evidence that I was there at a place you're familiar with. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. Uh, uh, again, I'm not a huge fan of Philly for nothing other than uh, it doesn't speak to me. You know, would I live there? Probably not. Would I go there to visit? If I, yeah, yeah, maybe. I definitely do comedy out there. I've done comedy out there before. I would definitely go check it out again. But uh, I, it's not on my list of vacation places. You know, Philly steaks, nah, okay. Rocky stairs, nah, okay. But uh, it was good to be back. Uh, what else? Uh, I had a couple shows. I had a. Sh- uh, I had a show at uh for grassroots comedy at Kramer's uh, Kramer Books in Dupont Circle, and that was fun because Grassroots has uh, a lot of charities. Most of their comedy shows that they do is, is uh, charity based, and this one was in partnership with a immigrant domestic violence uh, awareness group. Uh, I wish I knew what it what it was. Uh. I remember it's like help in Spanish. I think that's what it is. Hold on. Let me. Doing it a disservice. Please hold. Um, translate. Google. Translate. Uh, translate. Help in Spanish. Hold on. In Spanish. Help in Spanish. Okay. Ayuda, that's what it is. Ayuda is the name of it. Ayuda Charity. Okay, hold on. Ayuda, nonprofit organization, Washington, D.C. A-Y-U-D-A. And it is transforming lives, strengthening communities. Uh, Ayuda's legal, social, and language service transforms the lives of thousands of vulnerable immigrants in Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. So that was uh, a charity event that uh, I did. And it was funny because my family has been here for so long. I'm not an immigrant. 
um, speaking on behalf of immigrants is something that I feel is very important. And uh, I made a few jokes. I made a few laughs. And then I, got, I made a few jokes that didn't get a lot of laughs. You know, uh, I explained that my family's been here since the 1800s. So I'm a big fan of immigrant um, immigrant rights. So I'm here for you guys. You're welcome. And I uh, didn't hit that well. <laughs> Took everybody to go, uh, oh, nope. I don't like that. I don't like being seen as an immigrant. I don't like being seen as, I, actually, I think immigrants are fine with being seen as immigrants. It's like when your grandparents came here, uh, your parents or first generation, and then your second generation, but yet you forgot about it because your parent, your grandparents didn't speak English because they're immigrants, and you don't understand their struggle, so therefore you are now American, right? Um, I thought it was funny. People that are first generation or immigrants found that shit funny, but uh, everyone else was like, no, nope, not a fan. So that was fun, and uh, I finally got to do a show that uh, I've been dying to do, a buddy of mine, Fernando Madrigal, he does um, a, a basement show. It's like a backyard boogie. It's like uh, downstairs in somebody's basement. It's a speakeasy of comedy shows out here in D.C., and uh, it was it was a blast. Uh, I, I rolled in late because I've been fucking up my business lately, right? I thought I could make it to the bookstore show and the basement show all in, like, a timely manner. I done fucked up, and I got there late, but luckily uh, I got in just in time, literally, like, two or three minutes before the headliner came on, and... Uh, I did, you know, my 15 minutes or something like that, 10, uh, it must have been like 10 minutes, I did like 10, and uh, it was a fun little show, and I got the video of it, uh, somebody recorded it, so uh, I gotta check that out, he just emailed it to me just before I got on this podcast, uh, so that was fun, uh, definitely getting all of my shit in order, trying to be better, uh, better comic, trying to get a, uh, all of my ducks in a row, shit's difficult, man. Uh, all of the things that the OGs that gave me the game told me, all of the all of the words of wisdom, are no longer relevant. I mean, some of them, like you know, funny is funny. Be funny. You always want to be funny. You know, uh, funny doesn't lie. Shit like that. Like those ones still work, but you know, um, now we're in the age of Instagram famous and and YouTube famous and fucking blah, blah 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 famous all this shit's like you are not a famous comedian anymore uh the like new cats cats that are in it less than i am six years in less than 10 years in like you're not a funny you're not uh um you're not known you're not a comedy famous you're not comedian famous anymore you have to be youtube famous it, before he could be comedy fun, you know, comedy famous. I don't know. It, it's a very strange game. It's very different than uh, the way that the OGs explained it to us because it's a different game. And uh, now, so I'm, I'm trying my best to get better at all of these things. And uh, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's 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 hard to be to like. Oh, I want to be an NFL star, right? I want to play in the NFL. And then the guy, um, the guys that. Uh, 
the OGs, the guys that you looked up to were like, well, if you want to be good in the game, kid, be good, you know, work hard, uh, put your head down, be the best you can be. And all of that shit makes sense. Right. And before you know it, the league will call. But now now it's like, hey, you want to play in the NFL? This is what you should do. You should do something that has nothing to do with actually football. Make sausages. And then the sausages uh, will will sell in the stadium and people will you know your name from the sausages in the stadium. And that's how the league will call you. Even though, like, I'm not even trying to do sausages. I don't know how sausages have anything to do with 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 football like don't worry it all makes sense like that's how i feel right now i don't want to be good at uh anything more than podcasting and comedy i don't want to be good at instagram i don't want to be good at youtube i don't want to be good at twitter i want to be really good at comedy and really good uh, at podcasting right that's all i want that's all i want like dane cook back in the day gave us the method on how to be comedian famous right how to be uh, uh, MySpace famous, how to be internet famous, and uh, since then, and I remember growing up in the game, everyone was like, yeah, he was successful, but uh, that's not how you do it. Like, that's a blip in the bucket, but that's all it is now. If you are not Instagram famous, they're going to have a hard time booking you anywhere because nobody knows you. You're not a draw. If you can't draw, I mean, t- it takes years. I'm six, seven years in the game, and I'm not even, I'm not even close to drawing. You know, I'm not selling out nothing. Why? Because I'm not good at anything that has anything to do with that's not comedy. I digress. So I'm out here trying to do new things. Please support the cause. Follow me at Lloyd Lee Comedy across all your social media websites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, Unfortunately, Google Plus is on its way out, but I'm on it. But I'm basically just on it producing uh, or promoting this podcast. So I'm out there trying to do... um, Go step outside my comfort zone, and I don't like it. I don't, no, no, sir, don't like it. So, uh, please support that. Thank you very much for listening. Please shoot me emails, loyleecomedy at gmail.com. Um, if any questions, comments, uh, or one offs, whatever. If it's something you want me to read on, on the air, I'll do that too, no problem, because uh, that's I'm trying to be the best podcast comedian for your commute, for your life, for everything that you find sacred. And uh, I'm out here for you guys. So please uh, follow me, uh, shoot me an email, and uh, wherever you find this, please rate it one star, five stars. Uh, All of it matters. All comments matter to me. Uh, I read them, and uh, I appreciate them. What your opinion actually does mean something to me. So I love you very much. Thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for all the happy birthdays. Thank you that I made it through my birthday. I love you guys very much. Tell your mom I said hi.